Welcome to episode 282 of the Spokesman Cycling Podcast. This show was engineered on Sunday, 12th of September, 2021. The Spokesman Cycling Roundtable Podcast is brought to you by Jensen USA. Jensen USA, where you will find a great selection of products at unbeatable prices with unparalleled customer service. Check them out at jensenusa.com slash the spokesman. Hey everybody, it's David from the Fredcast, and of course, I'm one of the hosts and producers of the Spokesman Cycling Roundtable podcast since 2006. For show notes, links, and other information, check out our website at www.the-spokesman.com. And now, here's my fellow host and producer, Carlton Reed and The Spokesman. Uh, bear with me, would you, as I sample... A smidgen of fresco energy chew, along with a little chunk from a hazelnut coffee and cocoa-flavoured Tuscany-inspired treat that's more like a panforte than your traditional energy bar, which, let's face it, is often on the functional spectrum rather than the foody one. I'm just going to taste this. Hang on. Oh. Yep. Oh, that's mint. And it's lemon also so it's mint and lemon it's got the consistency of it's kind of like turkish it doesn't taste like turkish delight but it's got the consistency of turkish delight and that's um fresco from velo forte and made in small batches uh velo forte is uh, from london uh, the products i'm enjoying uh here are made with natural time-tested ingredients not fancy schmancy Loops. I'm Colton Reed, and on today's 50 minute show, I'm talking uh, and eating uh, with Velo Forte founders uh, Mark and Lara Giusti. Their brand is now five years old, and unusually for an energy bar company, its Halo products have won numerous great taste awards. After we'd finished recording, I was kindly sent an all products. Uh, sampling box and I can uh, exclusively re- reveal not very exclusive but uh, I can reveal that everything in Velo40's range is super tasty including the fresco there which um, is now half chewed let me just open the mocha so the mocha is uh, hazelnut coffee and cocoa and it's like a pan forte I've, I've had no, I've, I will admit I've had a few before so I'm just tasting this one now so if you like panforte, if you get it at Christmas or whatever, you know, you, you, you like Sienna sourced uh, products, well, I guess you'll like this. Let's have a taste of this one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, okay. That's also uh, yummy. Let me chew this. Hang on. I'll, I'll cut the sound out here. Okay, I'm now back in. I've cut the sound out of my chewing there. Uh, but that was also uh, tasty. Very, very tasty. Because these products are made from uh, real food, not fillers. So There's like big old bits of hazelnuts in the uh, in the mocha I can see on my desk here. Uh, there are none of the bloating and, you know, those, well, emissions related problems. That uh, is common with other, some other gels. Anyway, here's my chat with Mark and Laura. I started by asking about the surprisingly long history of Pan Forte. Uh, way back, uh, you know, sort of Roman legions and before even, uh, there's um, evidence of 
um, essentially uh, fruits, nuts, berries, honeys, those sorts of produce being pulled together by, um, uh, in this case, the Roman legions as they marched through Europe um, uh, and using these ingredients to sort of fortify uh, the armies, the soldiers, you know, the, the teams uh, as they marched through the land. Um, and of course, what that uh, became then was a sort of a, a dough, really, a, a mixture of of these different ingredients brought together. But as time went on, um, began to include all sorts of herbs and spices, and um, you know, new and interesting foods as they went through different lands and countries. Um, so gingers and cinnamons, and you know, a whole host of, of fruits, and, and and who knows what. Um, and uh, as this happened, the the food sort of stopped being, uh, if you like, um, a fortifying dough for, you know, the plebs and the masses, and it started to become a bit more of a speciality. It started to become the, the almost sort of pharmaceutical in a way because of the, the gingers uh, and other spices that had some healing benefits in them. They were finding that, you know, the the soldiers and the generals and the and the leaders were were you know better for it, and so it sort of started to become something of a a speciality and a special food for um i guess you know uh, higher higher and higher up the food chain so to speak um and um then as as many hundreds if not a couple of thousands of years have moved on it's now really seen in italy as a as a classic uh, delicacy uh, largely centered around the area of siena uh, and around florence uh, you can find it everywhere uh, in italy of course but um it it's sort of central gravity seems to be that sort of tuscan food uh, so that's the, the snapshot and and the reason that connects to to us is that my family's from um florence uh, luca near siena and, and uh, there's a long history of um panforto being a uh, well it's true of many uh, italian families where uh panforto is, is a it's a thing that your your nonna your grandmother teaches you how to make um, and if you if you don't know how to make it, then you know you need to, um, and it's a staple really. And of course, the the, uh, the recipes for these uh, are very closely guarded, sort of family secrets, um, and and that's the, the the backdrop to how it's uh, in in uh, I guess our lives. And uh, Lara as well um, over the years has developed an, a, an incredible capability uh, as an award winning baker, uh, not only at um, also a sort of heart lung respiratory specialist as well and so combining those skills this provenance of food uh our interest for um creating uh you know natural ingredients natural foods for uh for sports context that's essentially the the, the moons were coming together um it looks a little bit like that and and when when were the moons coming together Gosh, uh, there's um, so slowly at first because it, it, we, we didn't uh, invent uh, the recipes in order to create a, a nutrition brand. It was it was actually that was that's where we ended up. the The, the beginnings of this was just really to help fuel me um, on my own sort of cycling adventures, and um, I was sort of sick to death with um, this was around 20, 2017, I think um, sixteen, maybe seventeen. Um, was fed up with all of the typical synthetic nasty gloop in tubes that we've all had to suffer for years that you know you buy at most bike shops or wherever you might get your food um and all of it pretty unpleasant all of it um 
uh, well, it's impossible to understand even what's in it, let alone what it's supposed to do or how to use it. Um, and so it was for me um, a case of I wanted to find something I could trust in and something that I wanted to eat and something that, that I understood. And um, so Lara turns around and says, well, I'll make it for you. I know exactly how to do that. I know um, from her, as I said, from her sort of medical uh, years, 20-odd years um, in that side of, of, of her life, uh, we're saying, well, I understand recovery and the human body and performance perfectly. I also understand how to how to make this stuff at an award-winning level. Uh, so why aren't we making it for you? So it started there. Um, and then, of course, I'd have too much in my pocket, no doubt, here and there, and would hand it to friends, and friends would hand it to their friends, and all of a sudden we were staring at an opportunity to develop the brand. Um, and it, it kind of built its own path, really. My, my past previously was... Uh, 25 years brand strategy for all sorts of international um, brands. Uh, So we sort of converged uh, that thinking and and Lara's uh, skills with um, the foods and and created Veloforte. And from what you're saying, it sounds like you you eschew and you you don't have in your ingredients maltodextrin, which is the the kind of the the basis for many of the foods out there. And we don't use any highly processed ingredients at all so what was important for me when I'm curating the range when I'm building any new products is that you almost want to be able to make it yourself in your own kitchen be able to open your own cupboards and get your dried fruits get your um, plant-based syrups your maple syrups um, your nuts uh, and be able to you know create these incredible incredibly powerful and delicious um Recipes at home, uh, but we do it for you, of course. Um, and so it's important for me that you understand what's in the recipes, that your body understands how to digest what's in the recipes. So we steer away from any sort of synthetic ingredients or heavily processed ingredients and try and keep it as natural and as simple as possible. Does that not? I mean, the, the, the reason uh, companies use this, apart from the fact that maltodextrin at one point was an incredibly cheap ingredient, uh was that long shelf life, and and that's that's their benefit. So, is your how's your shelf life compared to uh, one of your your competitors who are who are using these other ingredients? So that is obviously that lots of things that we take in, into consideration when we do make new products. But when we started with the bars, we knew that Pamforte was um, highly appraised for its shelf life. That's how it would live in the Roman mm. legions' packs as they would storm mm. across the countries. And so, and it has natural preservatives in it, so it has a, a fairly high sugar content. And as we know from jamming, it's a it's a natural preservative. You don't need to add any artificial preservatives to that to maintain a shelf life. The bars themselves are fairly low in water content, and so the the moisture is trapped within the the dried fruits within the bars, and so it, there's nothing really to grow any molds or, or affect any shelf life. So we have now up to fourteen months on our bars of natural shelf life. Um, That's and ambient too, so rather than yeah, refrigerate, you don't need to refrigerate it. Um, they cope amazingly from forty degree heat down to you know, minus two degree heat, um, they maintain their texture and uh, they're the, the most fantastic portable fuel. And it's the same with, with the chews, with uh, the gels, with uh, hydration, with our protein shakes. None of the ingredients uh, include anything sort of synthetic or, or preservative based or additive based. Um, and all of those have somewhere between 
for 16 and 18 months shelf lives. So it, it has not been, uh, I mean, we just simply don't um, subscribe to the, uh, I guess, the thought that uh, we need to pump the products full of um, convenient ingredients from a manufacturing point of view um, in order to uh, either gain margin or to gain sort of shelf life when you can have, well, or if you did, we believe that you, you, you have a huge issue with your quality, with the provenance of your ingredients, with the digestibility of the ingredients. Um, it, it's, it's just not necessary from our point of view. So how about expense-wise? So are any of these facts that you're using real ingredients rather than the maltodextrins of this world, does that make your product more expensive? Well, it, it certainly makes it more expensive to produce. Um, it, it's much more complicated for us. You know, we, we don't just go and buy, you know, n liters of gunk and stick it in a stainless steel vat <laughs> and, and you know, job done. Um, the 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 issue for us uh, is absolutely that we want to know where the food is coming from. Um, we, you know, to to some level, we even understand who the growers are. You know, we we have an absolute uh, focus on. The provenance, the quality, the taste, um, the efficacy, the digestibility, and you know the experience. We, we talk about three different things: natural, powerful, and delicious. And unless those three things are true, uh, we won't make the product. Um, but yes, that makes it harder for us to source. It makes it harder for us to to ensure uh, that we have the same. So, for example, a batch one batch of dates might be more squidgy and moist than another batch of dates. You know, so, all sorts of um, sourcing uh, issues become a problem for us that we need to manage, and we, we do very well. Um, it doesn't necessarily translate to more expensive on the shelf, but yes, there are absolutely some products that you could buy uh, materially less. Um, you know, there are some very well-known brands who do sixty percent off sales pretty much mm. you know, all day every day, um, yes. and uh, and that's fine. Uh, but that's not really where we're not you know coming from that place it's and not it's we... reflective on the cost of their raw ingredients so we don't stint on quality on anything um the peels that we use in our bars come from sicily they are candied in the most traditional way we want to stick to the heritage of our of our roots really and we don't want to compromise on quality and that means that we do put more cost base into the manufacturing side of it yeah and, and where are they manufactured now so all over, we, we the, 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 the very beginning was the kitchen, quite literally, and we mm-hmm. turned our house For into... For many years. <laughs> it was a, a case of, I think we had uh, the, the cleaner and all of her friends turning up in, in some little white hats and blue nets and, and so on. They were doing the cutting and the mixing and the and the wrapping and we had Lara and I making in the kitchen and it was, you know, quite a, a homemade affair. Um, we then moved that to our own facility, uh, a very modest facility uh, in North London, um, and then since then, as we've started to scale the business, we we now have you know, for, you know pro, I guess you might call grown up facilities uh, with all the sort of BCR um, ratings and you know informed sports qualifications and, and everything else that you need uh, these days to have a really compelling uh, nutrition product, um, and it's all in the UK. Mm, so I was going to ask you about that. So so an athlete can have faith in your product because. That the the certain products that might be in other companies' products definitely won't be there. So that's all accredited. Yes. Yeah, so the, the 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 main thing with the whole banned substances thing is that um, you know where, where something is is made, uh, particularly if we're using facilities that have a, a, all sorts of other people's products in them too. Mm. Um, you know, so, some um, ingredients can cross pollinate, if you like, or somehow infiltrate and. 
Um, and also some um, people will want to add these products, you know, these ingredients to their products. So, um, you know, Informed Sport came about some number of years ago now to try to give athletes that confidence that um, the the foods that this particular product or brand or this particular product have got a sort of rubber stamp accredited, you know, it's safe to eat this banned substance assured, or sorry, no banned substance assured mm. um, uh, label. Um, and also we have, uh, whether it be uh, celiac or whether it be vegan uh, or whether it be BRCC, um, sorry, BRC. Uh, a ratings and that, that's about sort of quality and cleanliness and um a whole load of um traceability guess, yeah traceability and, and food uh, markers that that um the food industry have put in place for self-regulation as well as for formal legislative re- regulation mm. and so because you're producing with for want of a better expression real food that's what attracted uh, people like ashley palmer watts and justin clark of leblanc to, to your brand how, how did you meet them so that came about um kind of, uh, we, we're, we're very fortunate in that because our food is very high quality and we i'd argue we're really the only all natural brand you can buy from in terms of the, the range of you know before during and after your exercise your sport be you elite or pro whatever. because we have such a high highly regarded quality product we we get to meet and get introduced to quite a, a lot of very um you know serious sports people everyone from formula one racing drivers to tennis players to you know cyclists runners and all sorts of people um and part of the um uh, I, I guess introductions we get are people who are doing interesting things you know creates introductions with interesting people and um i think when you're probably somebody like ashley um, and when you're at the highest end of your, of, I guess, the food industry and you see a brand um, changing the way that, that that its industry, in our case, sports nutrition, uh, operates and starts to provide products to a quality and a level that you would normally expect from, you know, professional kitchens or, or in restaurant quality foods, you know, we're the only a nutrition brand to have won, I think, more than 10 or 12 gold um, Great Taste Awards now. Um, and so we, we managed to, I guess, reach a level of... Um, a recognition in that space that that piqued uh, some of those chefs' interests, and we, we're getting those introductions all the time. Um, and through our um, retailer and our eventing and everyone networks, you know, the, these, um, you know, in this case, LeBlanc are a, a cycling events. Uh, they came to know of us. They saw our story. They recognised it was very much in tune with what they were trying to do. And and Lara is, I guess, you like the solution to the, the on-bike part of the LeBlanc story. And if, if Ashley's looking after the off-bike piece, um, how do they assure the same gastronomic qualities on the bike? And that's where Lara and her food comes in. Mm. And you mentioned there about uh, retailing. So how, how do people get hold of your product? Well, m- mostly it's direct to the website. So predominantly we are a D2C brand, as it's called. Mm. And people come to the website, they order and you know we deliver. Um, uh, otherwise we've got a whole bunch of um, uh, independent retail and large retail outlets you know sports shops gyms um, you know health clubs you know all sorts of different shapes and sizes of those all around the country as well as internationally Um, and um, there are uh, you know we're we're growing uh, although it's very modest still we are growing our footprint uh, into Europe and into um, other sort of international regions so 
it, we, we are not hard to get hold of. Uh, what's hard these days is things like Brexit and also, uh, you know, getting it to be delivered on time when you don't own the, the mm. logistics, you know, but, but uh, we're easy to get hold of. That's not a problem. Mm. So, yeah, I was, I, was, I was expecting mainly website because that's where everybody gets their stuff from now. Well, I guess. It, it is. And I, th- I think one really important thing, though, is that we're not, we're not trying to be exclusively uh, sort of the, the website only. The, we, we believe that every channel, be it Amazon or be it our website or be it your local bike shop or be it, uh, you know, the gym you go to or, you know, in any number of places, um, that we should be uh, readily available. We should be accessible to you there in, in the best way that we can be. And that's very much our plan. Um, the, the convenience side of it and the um, affordability side of it comes in because often when you when you buy sort of onesie twosie items from a bike shop on a Saturday morning before you ride out, for example, um, that isn't really a very effective way for you to manage your uh, the nutrition requirements you might have for your you know the weeks ahead. Um, so inevitably, uh, you know, people come to the website, they buy boxes of their mixed bars or their um, you know gels and powders or whatever it might be that they're looking for, um, and it's a much more efficient and effective way for them to manage their nutrition, really. And we have a subscription program where you can do that. So you can come and say, I'm training for the marathon or I'm training for a sportive or, uh, I don't know, I'm a professional tennis player and I'm training every week, whatever the um, scenario is. And we can build a subscription model around that for you to say, well, this is the kind of product that you need on these weeks and this is the sort of cadence that you're going to need it delivered in. And we we try to put that together for you. Hmm. Do you ever regret calling it velo forte which then you know solidifies it into cycling when it could have been like something like sport forte or just more general uh, it's a, a conversation that i've had with myself many times uh no it's the short answer um the to me uh you know brand strategy is very much about uh, giving brands meaning right they they can be called whatever you want i mean google when it first came out was you know what, what does it even mean nobody understands it, it it has a. It needs to be given meaning, and what we find is that uh, the provenance of where we started, which was very much in cycling and very much to help you know, very high endurance and uh, high consumption needs to have this sort of food and to have the quality of the food, um, and that that is sort of sat behind you know how we can also fuel your marathon or your outdoor swimming or your um, tennis playing or whatever it might be that you do. Um, is, is just a straight line from there. There, there is, really isn't a, a downside. And, and often, actually, when you um, talk to cyclists, of course, they, they appreciate the name Velo being in, in, in the brand. Um, when you speak to uh, non-cyclists, uh, they often don't actually recognise it or, or, or think of it mm. as some sort of exclusive cycling word. Um, so we're, Velo we're, yeah. can be seen as velocity. So you've got Velo and mm. strength, so velocity, speed and strength. So it's really, you know... So I, I think it's a it's a it's a mm-hmm. fair question, but I, I I don't think it's something that's going to limit the business at all. And I, I think it's a story that we want to tell. You know, that's where we started. And Peloton is kind of proving at the moment that you can have a very very cycling word, and it doesn't really matter because you can sell running, totally. even though you're you're a cycling I mean, brand originally. Right. And, you know, and people's active lives now. Like cycling is not only one of the largest consumers of our kinds of products as a as a category, but it's mm. also now the kind of you know, ever more uh, part of uh, certainly the UK at least, and, and it's true of course in Europe and all around the world. But it's becoming ever more a part of uh, people's um, active lives, 
Uh, and so you're seeing brands and names and terminology, you know, bleed across different sports. Um, and I think it's a, you know, it's one of the sports that are enormously impressive uh, feats of, you know, human endurance come from those sports. So I think it it can only be um, a good thing. We would we would only be looking for those provenance points if we had called it something else. Uh, so it seems to come more naturally from the name. You, you mentioned pro sport then. What, what, what sprang to mind was pro cyclists, clearly and obviously are, are very often uh, anchored to particular brands of energy food and, and everything else, of course. But for instance, like the Gabba jersey, you often get pros will use um, a Gabba jersey, but they'll take off the, the Castelli stuff. Right. And, and and do you know, <laughs> I don't want you to spill any beans here, but, but do you know of any pros that are like, they're sponsored by one brand, but they don't yes. taste, they don't uh, like they, that crap. They want your stuff. I'd say in the uh, low hundreds would be my <laughs> short answer to you that um, are of uh, pro cyclists who uh, like our food very much um, and need to put it in a different bottle. A different that. packet. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's okay. a very common thing. <laughs> yes. So you are you are the Gabba of the well. I would love. I would very much love to be the Gabba. I'm absolutely <laughs> sure I would be. Um, I'm not sure we're quite the Gabba yet, but um, yes, it, we, we've seen that all the time. And, and I think it's also the case that uh, people need to have um, confidence in their digestion, right? So there's a. Um, it's not just that our food is delicious, or, or just that it, it has sort of natural ingredients. There's a. It plays a very important role in the on on and off bike or whatever sport you're in um kind of regime so it's it's very much more about health and wellness rather than just simply performance you know there and then at the end of the moment um so where how people eat um you know what they choose to have on a monday morning versus you know a training session versus a recovery session um are all it's all part of the same discussion um and so it's, it's it would seem odd to say to somebody you know only eat natural foods you know, uh, at certain times, and eat a load of synthetic foods another time. That just seems weird. Mm. Um, mm. Particularly also, as, as it's very commonly the case, that synthetic ingredients cause so many sort of gastro issues for people. You know, one of the most common stories is people saying, well, I can't eat gels, it's make my tummy go funny, or uh, and many other worse stories than that. Um, and, uh, and our ingredients have completely eliminated that. We have none of that, none at all. Um, mm. and it's, it's simply because... Our bodies know how to digest those sorts of ingredients and sugars and, and, and the ratios that we put them together in. Because of the long provenance compared to the, the short provenance of, of, of maltodextrin, exactly. Yes, yeah, exactly. Mm. Well, it's not just the maltodextrin, it's all the artificial sweeteners that go into so many products. It's been proven now to completely wreck your gut biome. So we stay clear of anything like that. And we only use natural ingredients throughout so we know that we're going to keep your your you know your internal bacteria is on track and uh keep your gut happy and that motivates you to go further if you're not having to worry about cramping and needing the toilet you're going to concentrate on running faster longer riding harder and uh that's what we want you to do we want to enjoy your fueling so you can enjoy your sport yeah and it, we, we we see a lot of that a lot of people say I don't like them, so I don't use them, say a gel, say, or, or powdery chalky bars that they've, you know, perhaps bought from elsewhere. Um, and what that means is that they don't feel when they should do. 
they sort mm. of try to work around and lo and behold they start to bonk and then all of a sudden they've now got to you know recover from that rather than you know maintain their um i guess their performance um mm. as i was saying there's a there's a balance to be had and uh, you know before during and after um and our food allows people because you know, normally when people are making food for themselves they they're looking for the highest quality natural you know clean good stuff to eat aren't they um mm. And so why would you then go buy a bag of synthetic gloop and chuck that in your tummy just because you happen to be on the bike? You know, it just seems a strange thing. <laughs> when you're mm. pushing your body the hardest, yeah. why would you put the rubbish in then? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Lara, you mentioned the, the microbiome there. Yes. And I'm kind of familiar with that because I've got a, a medic daughter and I've got a, a doctor wife. Uh, so let's, let's, let's talk medical stuff for a second now because that, that intrigued me. Uh, right at the beginning there when when your, your medical background was mentioned. So so tell us a bit about that. So I trained many moons ago uh, as a physiotherapist and specialised as a cardio-respiratory physiotherapist. And that meant that I was working on intensive care units with people with long-term lung disease, but also working um, with people who had uh, cardiac operations and and getting rehabbing them back into health which included working with a fantastic team of nutritionalists of occupational therapists of sports therapists and that really enticed me into looking more into nutrition than I'd ever really done before Um, and so I did a master's in that um, and uh, decided to focus my attention more on the nutrition side uh, and as Mark said uh, love my baking <laughs> as well it's sort of a, a stethoscope in one hand and a wooden spoon <laughs> in the other um, and so uh, managed to put both of my talents and my passions into one place uh, by developing this sports nutrition range which really does allow you to fuel the way that your body wants to fuel mm. So, so let's let's talk through your products now. So you've got a you've got a bar line, you have a, a gel line, and then you've got like post exercise energy shake line. What what else are we missing here? What are we? Um, so Lara will take you through the um, how each of them, I suppose, do the job that they were. But there's a, a set of a, a range of bars. Um, there's a range of chews, uh, a range of natural gels, um, a range of hydration, which is sort of electrolyte powders. Um, and a uh, sort of performance protein recovery shakes range. So really the challenge was how to create a range that what we say is from trainers on to trainers off or cleats on to cleats off. Um, mm-hmm. How are we going to make sure that you've got what you need when you need it in a portable fashion that means you're never going to go hungry and you're never going to bonk or hit the wall um, because you've always got Velaforte in your back pocket or in your running pack. Um, so yes, we started with bars um, and uh, started with just with three bars um, and then extended the range. We've now got eight in total, including two recovery focused bars, which can contain complete protein. Um, and we try and use the most easily digestible protein so in our Forza protein bar we use egg whites which is quite unusual for recovery and protein bars on the market right now and we use egg whites because um, your body it's got the highest digestibility store it's a really fantastic form of protein um, without all the additional fats associated with it Um, and we use nuts in all of our, our bars which give a baseline line of protein alongside the natural carbohydrates 
from the dried fruits and the syrups. Uh, that means that your energy is sustained. So you get a nice boost from the sugars and the syrups in the bars. You get a prolonged energy release from the fructose from the fruits and from the proteins from the nuts. So you don't just get this boom and crash, which is so common with the maltodextrin-based products, which is just one type of carbohydrate. We try to span it across forms of carbohydrates and also include low-level proteins in the majority of the bars as well to keep you on an even keel. Um, so they're the bars. Um, sorry, sorry. Before before you go on, you mentioned uh, egg whites. So yes. then that just immediately went, oh, vegan. So do you, do you have a vegan option as well? Absolutely. So we have a vegan recovery bar as well called our mocha mm. bar, which is totally delicious, um, as well as obviously on point for nutrition. Um, that's made from a blend of pea and brown rice proteins. And you need both of those to complete a complete, a complete amino acid profile. And it's important to have that complete profile because when you're trying to rebuild um, your muscles, you need all of those nine essential amino acids that your body can't produce itself. And so we use a mix of hazelnuts and those two plant-based proteins to give you that extra protein boost in the recovery bar of the mocha, yeah. Okay, so sorry, I think you're about to go into gels. So yes, gels. Um, again, steering clear of the synthetic sugars, uh, we use plant-based syrups. So we use a mix of date syrup, maple syrup and brown rice syrup. And they're flavoured with real fruit juices and with spices. And so they're really um, a lovely texture. They're like a maple syrup texture. So they're not thick and gloopy and they're not super runny. Um, they're quite small in size. So instead of carrying a 60 mil hydrogel that is commonly available our gels are just 33 mils uh, and so you get the same carbohydrate load from a smaller packet that you do from one of these larger synthetic packets so they're easy to carry they're easy to swallow you're not faced with this huge mouthful of gel um, and they taste fantastic because they're flavored with natural ingredients mm. and then <laughs> we do mm. hydration mixes and um quite difficult to come up with a hydration mix that is chemical free what you'll find in lots of hydration is that they're little tablet forms so they're heavily compressed and they'll use chemical compounds magnesium sulfates and sodium chlorides and um, sodium sulfates in them to up your electrolyte balance um, obviously they're, they're lab-based made ingredients not natural occurring ingredients and binding agents and, and binding agents and then you need an effervescent to make it fizz in your water so it dissolves mm. and all of those things all together really uh my experience of them give you a, a, a sore tongue after a day in the saddle because the effervescence sort of eats at the side of your tongue um and they're overly sweet and overly flavored with what are termed as natural flavorings but really what that means is that, um, say, if something's like a blueberry-flavoured hydration tablet, it might have never seen a blueberry in its life, um, but it, there are natural occurring ingredients that when they put together will create a blueberry-type flavour. So what we don't, we don't use any of those at all. Our hydration mixes are based from um, freeze-dried coconut water, which gives you natural potassium, pink Himalayan salt for a really clean source of sodium and then they're flavoured with freeze-dried fruit powders and with um, herbs and botanicals and so we use the freeze-dried fruit powders they're picked at their prime 
they're rapidly frozen to trap in all the nutrients and then they're ground and then what happens when you add them to water is that they just reconstitute and you get the wonderful flavors and the colors and the textures of the fruit as well uh, and so all together it's an extremely natural way to rehydrate and to add electrolytes into your nutrition plan so that's the hydration and then mm-hmm. the chews um Looking at the marketplace, what I tend to do when I'm looking to create a product for Vela Forte, it needs to hit a, a function. Um, it needs to taste amazing. It needs to have the right nutritional profile. And it needs to challenge what's already there on the market. So if you look at chews currently, you either get jelly beans or you get wine gum type chews. And both of those are very sticky in texture. They stick to your teeth. That's not good for your dentine. And so what I went about to do was to create a very soft textured chew that would just almost melt in your mouth rather than stick in your teeth. And so our Velaforte chews uh, are lovely and soft. Um, Again, they're made from natural sugars, beet sugar. um, They're made from fruit juices and spices. And there's nothing artificial in there. They sit really nicely in your tummy and they pack a really good energy punch as well so a pack of chews will give you 42 grams of carbohydrates and we have natural electrolytes in there again from pink himalayan salt so they're going to keep your energy sustained and your electrolytes on balance and they're really easy to take easy to carry and they won't pull your fillings out as well and all of these are uh, as thinking not just in isolation too so you know our, our belief is that whether you want solids or you want liquids or you want chews or you want you know protein shakes will come onto it in a second um you should be able to have all of those and for them all to be able to sort of coexist, um, I guess, sort of happily not only from your palate and tummy point of view, but also as a, a performance um, perspective you know, from your electrolytes to your sugars to your proteins and, and so mm. mm-hmm. And then the shakes. And then the shakes are our latest release. Super proud of those. Um, again, lots of bad press about recovery shakes and protein shakes, about the texture. They're often sort of gritty, sandy textures. They often give really bad gastric side effects of bloating and wind Uh, and Mm. so I went to create two different recipes one for our plant-based customers so our Nova recovery protein shake is made of a blend of pea powder brown rice and pumpkin to give a complete amino acid profile and that's flavored with cocoa and freeze-dried banana and it has all your electrolytes in there that you need to recover. And also we've added some adaptogens to our recovery shakes. We've got maca in our plant-based shake and we've got ginseng in our low lactose whey-based super shake, which is flavoured with super berries and antioxidant rich. And I chose to use adaptogens because they're well known to help to combat the stress that your body goes through when you exercise vigorously. And what you need to do is try and calm everything down um, and to rebalance yourself after your heavy sessions. And so the maca and the ginseng go hand in hand with the proteins and the natural carbs to really give you effective recovery. Mm. Now, some well-known energy bars, you've got to be really, really very, very hungry to Mm -hmm. eat them in an emergency, which I have done in the past when I've been incredibly hungry at a hotel late at night or something, I will dig into my bag and find the energy bar that I've, I've stashed there 10 years previously. But uh, Justin from LeBlanc was saying, yeah, you're having to fight people off from <laughs> eating your product 
yeah. as as almost as a snack, as a as a genuine food. So, do you deter people from this? Do you recommend they eat this as a food? Is this is this a like you don't have to be going out for a three hour ride to eat your no, product? You, you can you can eat this as just a this is a yummy bar. You could eat it absolutely as a yummy bar, and it's they're brilliant breakfast replacements. Um, if you haven't got time for lunch, you know you're eating on the run. Um, they are high carbohydrate products and they're designed to fuel you to energize you Mm. and so i wouldn't say you know sitting on the sofa and eating three in a row is what we would generally (laughs) recommend but we have customers who chop them up and serve them at dinner parties so um, you know they are they are wonderfully delicious as well as nutritious and 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 very versatile there's there's nothing about them from a performance point of view if you like from a sort of uh, you know fats and sugars point of view if you like that uh, that makes them bad news to have at any time. We, we just naturally, if you're, you know, we, we're building a range around active lifestyles. So if, if anybody's eating, uh, you know, snack food and staying sedentary, then that's not quite the right way to be um, using our products. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, absolutely, it's the case that we, uh, I mean, all, all of us in our own way uh, are nibbling on these things. Thankfully, we get we get good access to them all the time. And <laughs> funny enough, there's a, a bit of a story that when when we were making them at home. Um, because we were baking them in a essentially within in trays and we would have to take them out and cut them and you cut the sort of the edges off so that you get a mm. nice clean shape that you can then cut the bars from uh, rather than having the wobbly edges um and so those um cuttings uh so the off cuts became like a currency um and <laughs> between friends and family and and, and people would literally come around and say can we have some of those off-cut things and we would have bags and bags and bags and bags of these things not really knowing what to do with them. so we would just give them away um and you know that was just proof to us that these were truly delicious and so yes they they span and that's part of that point about the, the diet and and that's very much what the Belleforte brand wants to to do for our customers is to say you know no matter what your uh, where you are in kind of you know, the day or, or in terms of your lifestyle, we want you to be able to open the cupboard and see that, you know, when you want to go out for a run or when you want to go out for a ride or when you want to sit at home and relax or when you want to recover or when you want to give something for the kids or whatever the perspective might be that, that we're able to give you the confidence that this is, you know, so much better a choice than uh, conventionally we've been able to find, you know, in, in the shops. Hmm. Now, I'm sure we have people listening to this. We, we are, we, they will also have problems with, with rumbling tummies, no doubt. And uh, we, we have whetted their appetite uh, for, for what you've been talking about. So how can people, because uh, you, you have a taster box. Is that how you get people? That's yes, like the... There's, a, there's a, a bunch of things. I guess we, we try to say to, because you know, a number of our customers, they, they already know what, you know, bars and gels and drinks and, and protein shakes sort of are. And so they understand the context of it. And so, of course, they can choose whichever ones they want. Uh, for other customers who are, you know, just getting started or they're not really sure which ones they like, but a bunch of different packs. We have a starter pack, which is, a, if you like, a kind of, uh, a best of, you know, here's a couple of mm. each thing uh, that will give you a chance to, um, you know, try essentially the range without having the whole range in there. Uh, and then on the other hand, we've got something called a complete pack, which is uh, a one of everything um, of the entire range and and almost everywhere in between. And as I was saying before, you can go to any of the product pages and you can say, oh, okay, I have one of those or three of those or 10 of these or a mixture like that and compile yourself up a little box. 
Um, Mark, how much are those packs? How much are those two different packs? Uh, so the, gosh, off the top of my head, um, the what's the starter pack? pack? Uh, Seventeen ninety nine. Yeah, and the complete pack, I think, is £35, £38. I need to double-check, actually. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you've got us on the run. <laughs> uh, minute, but they, are, they offer good savings uh, as opposed to buying the individual products. One of our best-selling um, packs is our family box bar which is 50 bars and you think goodness me 50 bars that's a lot of bars um but um it's a good mix of all the flavors uh, and that offers a fantastic like 25 percent saving over the cost of buying them individually so um we do for our customers who want to order large there are there are perks to that too yeah and we Laura, are what, what are the sorry Laura, sorry Mark, Laura, what are the flavors of the bars so, of the bars so we have um the first three flavours, Classico, is based on a Panforte Margarita recipe, which is Mark's Nonna's recipe, which is where it all began. So it's a citrus fruit, almonds and honey. And then we have a Du Bosco, which is red berries, pistachios and almonds, and Choco, which is dates and cocoa and almonds. And then we have our uh, Zenzero, which is hot and stem ginger and pistachios. That's delicious, really good for your digestion. Uh, we have Avanti, which has sea salt in it. So great for your electrolyte replacement as well. It's like pecan pie meets salted caramel. It's totally delicious. We have um, Forza, which is a, one of our protein recovery bars, which is made from apricots, almonds and fennel. So fennel gives a nice little aniseed kick. What I try mm. to do with all the recipes is use spices to accent the fruits because what I want to do is to stimulate your taste buds, stimulate your saliva and your digestion the minute you put it in your mouth because then your body's getting ready to digest something. It's not a synthetic flavour. It's not, not something your body's going, oh, this is horrid. It's <laughs> something you're actually wanting to eat. So that's the first stage of your digestion. So we use spices in all of our bars. Um, you've got the mocha bar, which is your coffee and chocolate and your protein and hazelnuts. That's like a jondouille. It's absolutely delicious. And then we have our pronto bar, which has a little bit of caffeine in it as well. For if you need an early morning pickup, and that's figs and pistachios and lemons. So there's plenty of flavour choice to be had, something for everybody in there. And also, if you're out on a long run, if you're doing an ultramarathon, if you're doing a long sportif, then you've got a full range of flavours to keep you motivated because being mm. motivated by your fuel actually helps you to eat and helps you to go further. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> All sounds absolutely gorgeous. Uh, and, and definitely having problems with, with tummy rumbling. So, yeah. Mark, I stopped you, and I think you're just going to get me the price. Have you gone onto your yeah, website so to the, get the... The complete pack is, is 38 99 The starter pack is 18 79 um, and you can get uh, some smaller packs, for example, the chews is six ninety nine, um, and the gels seven fifty. The, the drinks five twenty five. So there's in price ranges, you know, all, all over the place. And and you can, uh, if you subscribe as well, you get um, uh, all sorts of benefits. So we have a rewards program. We've got discounts on the subscriptions. There's a, a bunch of other ways that uh, we try to help people if they're doing uh, training programs and so on. So there's. It's, it's much more flexible than just simply the, the, the list price. If you take a moment to have a look at the site, it, it'll explain. Brilliant. Thank you. And how do people get into it? Well, tell me your website. Tell me your social media. Tell me tell me all your contact points. So veloforte.com is the website, V-E-L-O-F-O-R-T-E, veloforte.com. Um, the same is, uh, so it's just at veloforte for uh, Insta and Twitter uh, and Facebook. Thanks to Mark. And Lara Justy there. 
Uh, there's a photo of them on the show's website at the-spokesman.com. Our next episode features American academic Peter Norton talking about his soon-to-be-published future-facing book, Autonorama. But meanwhile, get out there and ride. Ride.